0: Hi, Angela hello what's going on over there you you're you seem you're are you in a mood tell yes. me about your mood what's going on tell me did I do something are you mad at me
1: I'm not mad at you I actually am I actually feel grateful for you but but if you do make one wrong move I will fucking kill you okay so just, just <laughs> wow, that's how One I One wrong move? One. One. I'm on it. That's where you're at? Why? What happened? Were you betrayed? I just, you know, I had a conversation with my dad yesterday. Mm-hmm. I made a decision not to call them on Christmas. I just didn't feel like my, I, I didn't feel, you know, I'm, I'm trying to listen to my authority, you know, like my heart, what's in it for me. I'm well, judging you. Good, good. Judge We Go ahead. Mm-hmm. As I the care. audience says, you didn't call your fucking parents on Christmas? So my dad had told me that he was going to call me back after Thanksgiving. I called him. I called him. I was very happy to call him on Thanksgiving. He said he was going to call me back. He never called me back. And, you know, it was kind of a big deal given everything that we've gone through in this last year that he didn't call me back. But... It wasn't, it didn't come from a place of like, I'm going to get them back. I'm not going to call them. It didn't feel like that at all. I just didn't. I just Why are you bringing it up? I just didn't want to. So then he calls me yesterday, day after Christmas, you know, pick up the phone. I was, I was happy to hear from him. I was like, Hey dad, how's it going? And I could kind of tell, you know, it was like, it was a thing, you know, to not have called on Christmas. I've never done that before. Not last year? Didn't, didn't. I don't think so. Not on Christmas. Not even when you were scrapping with them, I think. I don't know. I mean it would just it felt like a thing that I didn't call them. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So So my dad, you know, we have a little bit of conversation. that my dad says, It's been a while since I've heard from you. (laughs) Yeah. And I said, Yeah, dad, you said you were gonna call me back. And he was like, Well, I'm calling you back now. (laughs) Dad's got game. Exactly. I was like, what the, what the, wait, did he just turn that around? You had to put
0: up with your mom for 40 years. No, I
1: know. Exactly. Well, well, all of this stuff started coming to me. Like, you know, I've dealt with my mom for, you know, and I've talked about my mom and talked about my sister and I'm, you know, but I don't really talk about my dad that much. You know, I kind of, kind of protect my dad. (laughs) But, Interesting, But in that, yesterday, in this conversation, there were just things that started coming out and started becoming very apparent to me. My dad gaslights me. Really? A lot. Hmm. And it's like, I don't, I don't fucking like it. Hmm.
0: How does he gaslight you?
1: Just like that. I haven't heard from you. Well, you didn't call me back. You said you were going to call me back. Well, I'm calling you back now.
0: Was well, that gaslighting?
1: Well, is it? I mean, it, that's that's one thing. I mean, the biggest gaslighting. It'd be
0: gaslighting it, if he said, "I never said I was going to call you back." That'd be gaslighting.
1: That's true, but it, it's it's still there's still like, well, I'm calling you back now. You know, it's, it's right. like like uh, so. What happens to me? Well, this is what happens to me. I, I he. He's, he's trying to shame me a little bit, you know, like, yeah, I've heard mm. you from you, you know. He's, he doesn't say Merry Christmas, nothing, you know. It's just like... Just, Is Christmas a thing in China? I don't know, but it's a thing in my family. Okay. So he says this thing. What happens to my brain, I get I get a little scrambled in my brain. Like, wait, he just... He was just trying to shame me a little bit. And I probably take a little bit of, you know, I mean, I definitely have taken it in the past. It's like, oh, I should, probably should have called him. I should have, you know. Right. Well, I'm calling you now. And then I'm like, my, my brain just goes like, what, what just happened? Like, what? And then I, afterward, I, I, like, I, had a, I couldn't sleep last night. I was like, what's, I just felt all like, what, what's happening with me? And wanting to tell him the truth. Yeah. That, that's what I should have done, but I didn't Which do what? it.
0: What would that have been?
1: Dad, it really hurt me that you didn't call me back. It actually mattered, mm. you know, that you didn't call me back. I was waiting for you. To, I, I figured you were in San Francisco and that's why you didn't call me back. But now you're telling me you've been home for a while and you didn't call me back. And, and now you're asking me why I didn't call you. But you know, like it, it doesn't feel good. Right. That, you know, like I imagine my dad would, well, you know. You should have called me. You should still call me on Christmas. It doesn't matter I didn't call you back. Well, it matters to me. Mm. It matters to me. My, you know, I, it, like it doesn't feel good. Well, it doesn't your feel heart. good to me. Yeah, yeah, okay. It doesn't feel good to you. We, you know, my, we can't just have this one-way street where your, your feelings are the only feelings that matter. Why not? Well. How old is he? 81. I know, I know, but uh, look, look, I'm not saying that I'm not going to have a relationship with my dad, but I'm also, I don't want to have a relationship with my dad where I can't say the truth. I don't want to, I just don't want to. No,
0: you should say the truth.
1: And, and so I'm a little irritated today and I just can feel that you ready for this. Uh Oh, I think that the men in my life sometimes gaslight me. And I don't call them on it. I just kind of go along.
0: The men in your life? hmm Who's that? Ferd?
1: <laughs> well, one of them. I mean, mm-hmm. I did accuse him of gaslighting me a couple Gaslighted. weeks later. I know. It's such a it's such a it's Come such a powerful on. word. Okay, listen, I have I'm not I'm not saying that you're right. That my dad's not gaslighting that, when that you particular it. thing. But, I mean, I have, I think I've told this story where my dad really did gaslight me. I've told this story where, not that, like, maybe 15 years ago. I mean, as an adult, I was, you know, in having a conversation with my dad. He asked me, you know, what, what's going on in my life and asked me if I'm still in therapy. I say, yes. And he says, why are you still in therapy? You don't need that. And I said, well, I'm still working out some childhood stuff. <laughs> Have I told this story before? I don't know. Tell it again. And he says, what do you mean? What what kind of childhood stuff? And I happened to be working on my mom and dad fighting, like the way that they used to fight. And I said, you know, like how you used to hit mom. And he was like, what? Are you crazy? I never hit your mother. You just make things up.
0: That's what he said. Yeah.
1: And... I was, I mean, I was freaked out. I did not know what was happening in that moment. That's what I mean. My brain got scrambled. Well, that's,
0: that's intense.
1: It was so intense. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And he was like, Angela, you, 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 you really make things up. You have to be, you know, like he he, did, he would not back Did back that ever down. get
0: resolved?
1: So then... I I don't remember remember if it was like a year later or something like that. We're sitting at, me and Ferd and my mom and dad are sitting at this cheesecake factory in Ohio. And somehow we were talking about my grandparents and how they used to live with us. And I said, well, you know, grandma and grandpa, sometimes they used to sleep in different rooms. And my mom was like, no, they didn't. And my dad was like, no, they didn't. I was like, yeah, they did. And I remembered, because I remembered them having a fight where my, I don't know, they ended up in my, my sister and I shared a room and they ended up in my, our bedroom, the, my mom and dad. I think my, what happened is they probably had a fight. My mom went to my, our, my bedroom, our bedroom. And then my dad probably followed her in there. Hmm. And my sister and I were watching cartoons and I hear my mom scream my name. And so like to come upstairs, Angela, Angela, come on. And I was like freaked out, you know, so I was just, like, oh my God, you know, so I'm, I'm walking up the stairs really slowly. Cause I don't know what's, what I'm going to find. And I don't know why they're in our bedroom. So I go and my mom slams the door open. She walks out and she opens the door to both my grandmother and my grandfather's room. Like they're both in separate rooms. That's how I remember that they're in separate rooms right. and she's screaming at them, telling that, them that my dad just tried to, you know, like put the pillow over her head or something. <laughs> what? You know. And so, you know, I, I was frozen, you know, I was like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know. I was like, I, my mom was calling me to, to save her or whatever. And I didn't do the job. And so I just felt like I didn't know what to do in that moment. So anyway, that's how I remembered that they slept in separate rooms. So in that conversation at Cheesecake Factory, they're both looking at me like I'm crazy. And so my dad says, "Deferred, you know, Angela. Sometimes she makes up stories in her head. You know, like she once made up this story that I hit mom, and I was like, I was, I was so shocked, you know, that he actually said it." And so I start to cry. I don't I I, like I was shocked, I start to cry. My mom's looking at me like, Angela, what are you what are you crying about? We're just having a conversation. And so then I just like I like stopped crying and I was like, Oh, okay. Well, if we're just having a conversation, do you remember that dad used to hit you? And she said, Do I remember that your dad hates me? I know that your dad hates me. And I was like, What?
2: (laughs) Wow.
1: No, not that dad hates you, that he used to hit you. And she said, oh, yeah, no, I remember. My sister said that if he did it again, she'd take me back to Taiwan, which was a double validation for me because my aunt had told me in the car one day. She was like, hey, if you ever see that your dad hits hits your mom again, you'd better tell me because I'm going to bring your mom back to Taiwan with me. And I remember thinking, I'm never going to tell you. That if my dad hits you, my mom, because I didn't want my mom to be taken back to Taiwan with her, you know? Right, of course. So, so the fact that my mom said that was like, suddenly I was like, everything got validated in that, in that moment for me. And I was like, I'm not the crazy one. You're the crazy one, Hmm. dad. So. You said that? No, I didn't say it. It was. you
0: looked at him, said something? Yeah, I was
1: like, I didn't say anything. I was just, I looked at him and I, and he changed the subject. Huh. So, I mean, it it was enough for me, you know, it was, and Ferd was like. (laughs) (coughs) Ferd was what? What was Ferd? He was like, I wish I was a fly on the wall. (laughs) Like, he didn't know what to do, you know. (laughs) But I was so grateful that he was there, you know, as the whole thing was fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, my, that's, that's, my dad, he just does that in big and little ways, you know. And I. I put up with it. I actually don't even...
0: What choice is, do you have?
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I realized yesterday, that when I challenge my dad, there's a way in which he cuts me off. Uh-huh. And... You're crazy. Uh, yeah, but not just crazy. Like, it's kind of like, I don't want to have anything to do with you, you know? Like, like. I mean, it was... Yeah, it's been my whole
0: my whole life. Amazing. And so... It makes me even more suspicious... That everybody who says, oh, you don't need therapy or therapy's not good for you, they're just,
1: they're hiding something. They're in denial. Well, I mean, uh, that is what I used to say to my dad like, Dad, you live in a world of denial. Mm. And what I want to say to my whole family is like, you're in a web of lies and I'm in it with you and I've been in it with you. I've pretended my whole fucking life and I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not.
0: <sighs> That's the world. That's what I'm coming to terms with. That's the whole fucking world, all the time, forever.
1: <sighs> I mean, I, I, I and I don't. I don't want to. I, I'm not trying to make myself better than I really am not because I I have been in this lie. You know, like like even yesterday in that moment that I didn't say anything, it was you know it's like like I could just feel myself reverting back to a young place in me, like a little girl. Like that's what, that's what I do. And I don't, it's like, that's my lie. Mm. That's a fucking lie. Right. I'm not a little girl. I'm 54 fucking years old. I'm not. And I'm not, I, I'm not going to pretend for you anymore. For anyone. I mean, I'm saying that, but I'm like, I really want to mean it. And yes, so sometimes, (laughs) sometimes when Ferd and I are in it, he will say things that are not true or say things that are the opposite of what he said before.
0: Well, when you're fighting?
1: When we're fighting. You don't
0: know. Nobody knows what anybody said. I know,
1: and I'm doing the same thing. Of course. But you are too. Well, when you yeah, and I, yeah. and so I want, I, I, I just, I'm, I want to be, I don't want to revert to that little girl place where I'm just like, what? My brain gets scrambled. I don't know what you're saying anymore. And I, I, well, you, uh, you okay, are, just you are along. a
0: woman, so you're susceptible to it.
1: Oh my. Hey, fuck you, fuck you, Come on. fuck you. Come on. Where's my fucking bell? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Where are we? Where are we in this conversation? I mean, I guess I just i I also just want to say I listened to the last podcast that we did. I mean, it was called "Masculine Feminine," mm-hmm. but it should have been called "Women Shouldn't Vote." <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I wasn't going to call it that. I know
1: uh, when I when I saw the, the name of it, I was with
0: like, "Wow!" Reddit threads. <laughs> Rory's dad says women shouldn't vote. Oh my god! It's everywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm a. People misogynist. are pissed.
0: People are pissed.
1: And people, people are saying <clears throat> that I'm just going along with you. Diana loved it. I mean, you know, when I listen to it, it does a little bit sound like I'm just going along, but the, but it's not even. You know, it's so interesting because that that post that you just did about um, housework, housework mm-hmm. yeah. It, like people, I think what happens is that they grab on to one thing, yeah, and they don't hear the rest of it. No, and so I mean, you know, are you trying to provoke people? Yeah, probably. You know, like, but but also, like, the other part of it is the 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 juiciest part of it, of course. and that's what I'm listening to, and that's what I'm hearing, and I'm. Wondering what other people are hearing and what they're getting triggered by. But the, but the thing that I, that I heard the most, the, the strongest part of that, the podcast to me, was the place where you were talking about, like, you say this thing, women shouldn't vote. Mm-hmm. Let's have the conversation. Yeah, Where do you get triggered? What's happening? You yeah. know, like, wh- wh- where are you in this discussion? It's a good question. I don't, I don't, you know, like, I'm not sure where I, I wasn't sure where I was in that, that discussion when you, when you first said it, I had to think about it. Yeah. I don't agree. Women shouldn't vote. I don't. But I, but the fact that you brought it up, like made me actually really feel into it. You know, it was like, okay. And I also was really interested in what the way that you were like, where it came from. It came from a woman. It came from. Yeah. This woman Pearl, what's her name? Pearl Davis. Pearl, Pearl Davis. You know, and maybe she has had conditioning from men, blah blah blah. You know, the patriarchy, la 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 But it doesn't matter. The point is that it's it's bringing up stuff in people. Yeah. And what is that stuff that it's bringing up? Like, let's work on that. Yeah. That's what's interesting. Yeah. And and you know, you said you you kind of put it out there, but. We, we didn't really go back to it it was it was it was like you know maybe five ten minutes of the entire podcast. It wasn't really the the focal point of the whole podcast we t- we talked about a bunch of other things Yeah, yeah, and so I just found that interesting too, yeah, and so I guess you know I'm with you in terms of these topics being brought up so that, you know, just to see where people can get triggered. Yeah. I
0: don't think I owe people an explanation.
1: Well, I know
0: because that's the criticism, right? Well, it's triggering for people.
1: I thought about this too. Because
0: yeah. of then they can't hear it. It's like, well, I'm just saying it straight. Like I'm actually not saying it to be intentionally provocative. I c- I could, I mean or maybe I am on some level but I'm I'm actually just articulating what I think as clearly and simply as possible. And if you actually watch the video, it's com- it's it, I think perfectly articulated in terms of what it is that I wanted to say. And if you track the logic of it, that there's an argument that I'm making that I think is is valid or should be considered. But, you know, as soon as you women here, mostly women, some men, that it's not a turn on to watch men do housework. That's just, they can't take it. But I stand by it. That guy chopping wood, Thor, 10 million subs on TikTok. That guy's out chopping wood all day and he walks in the house. There's no, literally no woman that's gonna hand him a fucking vacuum or ask him to do the dishes. Are you kidding me? It's just what it is. It's how it is. It's natural. It's good. It's beautiful. That's what, really what I'm after. I'm just seeing the beauty of the masculine-feminine dynamic in, in Diana's, I, Di, Diana and I's relationship. And it's but so you, gratifying. But, but,
1: the, but you don't even, I mean, you do the cooking, you know? Like, yeah. and you will do the dishes. I do lots of dishes. You do, yeah, you, you do put things. Them away, yeah, of course. But your point in that video wasn't that. No. It was about-
0: I hang up my clothes. I, I keep, I do all, and she says, can you put the shoes? I do, I do what the fuck she tells me to do in terms of keeping the house
1: clean. But but you're not doing it to please her. No, no. Like what she's, what she's demanding you to do. That's what your point, of, what I thought your, the point of your video was. Like if you're doing this to to be good in the eyes of your your woman. Which is I think how most men are doing it. Right.
0: They don't have the balls to say whatever it is that they want to say. And listen, I think there's a lot of lazy ass men out there who are pampered by their mothers, who get with a woman mm-hmm. and expect them to fucking do everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. Mm-hmm. And I think those woman, women have a different perspective and they don't want to hear what I'm saying. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. So I have a skewed perspective. I'm not that guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've been doing my own laundry. I mean, I don't anymore, but cleaning up my own house, scrubbing toilets all my life. And I I yeah, I cook. So I have a bias there. But whatever. I'm just saying what I think. Mm-hmm. I read this thing. It's not some plot. I just read this thing. I found it, thought it was interesting. I took a second to think about it. And then I was like, that's interesting. I wonder if that's what it is. So here's my theory. Let me present it to you. See what you think. Hmm. And it's obviously representative of where I am right now and what I'm thinking. And maybe it'll change in mm-hmm. a week or two. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I can't explain to people what I'm doing. You're going to get it. Or you're not get it. I'm exploring ideas. Mm-hmm. And I want to expand the Overton window Mm -hmm. and because we've been fed fucking lies nonstop. Mm -hmm. So I actually think it's vital to challenge every fucking thing we think is sacred and true and real. Are we making an assumption there? Is that actually true? Let me think about it. Well, let's break down this idea. There's so many things that we just take for granted as truths that are not actually true. And- that's what gets us into trouble, and I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't want to be in the lie anymore, and I'm going to speak up. I'm going to say what I think. I'm going to. I don't give a fuck about the consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was on my walk today, you know, listening to, you know, Tate and his brother Tristan, and then you hear Elon Musk. They have this attitude, which is, I'm not afraid to die.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If I got to go to jail and do the time for fucking saying what I think, okay. If that's the price I have to pay, I'll pay it.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And I could feel that in me mm-hmm. that I, I, I don't know that I've demonstrated that I, well, I know that I haven't demonstrated that level of courage because mm-hmm. there's some part of me that still is like, well, I don't want to mm-hmm. lose this or lose that, or I don't want to get put in jail or, or get hurt or whatever. But now I really feel it's, it's important. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not doing that, I'm not, I don't have faith in God. And in some way I'm betraying God. Because you're betraying yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel. And and I really, I've come to realize, I mean, I always, you know, listen, I've said this a million times, but you get deeper levels of realization. Exactly what you said. Exactly what I said, that there's lies everywhere and people are colluding and it's just what it is. I don't want to be in it. I don't want to participate in it. And if you speak the truth, those people will attack you because they're defending their ego, their identity, their their pain, their connection with the tribe, whatever. They're defending all kinds of things. And you now become, the truth is an enemy Mm -hmm. to those who are in a lie. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And so they're going to attack you. That's just what it is. Again... If you wanna know who's telling the truth, just look at who the culture's attacking. That's all you gotta know. I mean, I just watched Mr. Deeds Goes to Town, Uh Frank Capra, same guy who directed It's a Wonderful Life, Uh Gary Cooper, and what's her name? She's great. Anyway, um, a kind of bumpkin from uh, Vermont, somehow inherits 20 million dollars you know this is 1930s and so they bring him to New York and now he's this mogul and they're trying to teach him the ways but of course everybody around him is trying to scam his money and then he ends up getting into this relationship with this woman who he thinks is just some woman and she's actually a reporter Hmm. trying to get information and Mm -hmm. she keeps writing these stories but and he, he, you know, he comes off like a simpleton. But over time, you see, he's just got this pure heart.
2: Mm.
0: And he's actually very smart. And he sees very clearly what's right and wrong. And he, he doesn't need to know all the information. He's just like, that doesn't feel good. That doesn't make sense. And he start and people are like, what the fuck? Mm. They don't know what to do with him. So finally, they determine that he's crazy. Um, Like they're trying to figure out a way to get his money. So they're going to... Mm. He's crazy. We need to put him in a uh, in an institution, and we'll be the uh, the people who hold his money or whatever the money because he wants to give the money all all away. Mm. And and then he goes on trial for all of that. But that's what it is. They make the good person seem crazy. Mm-hmm. They gaslight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's what the world is. It's what they're doing with Trump. He's crazy. He's crazy. I'm like I. To me, he seems like the most sane guy out there. You guys seem insane. Mm. And of course, they project their own insanity onto him. That's how it works. So that's what we're in. That's the world we live in. And then when you watch this movie, 1930s America, Frank Capra, and see that it's exactly the same, same with It's a Wonderful Life, Mr. Potter the corruption, the bank, the whole thing, mm, scams right. everywhere.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I mean, all those movies are about that. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. So it was going on then, it's going on now, it's always been going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's as consistent as the sunset. And so that's, I'm trying to adjust to that. And see that you, you can't beat it. It must be some expression of nature. It must serve some function. I don't know. In other words, it's a feature, not a bug.
1: Uh-huh, right.
0: This is how we've been doing it forever.
1: Well, you said it in the last podcast. It's like there's a, there's, there's a function for evil. Yeah. Like the it's right. like the like my dad, you know, doing what he does did, you know, in in the gaslighting forces me to come into myself in a way that nothing else nothing else could. Like it's like a, a feeling inside of me that's, that's right. like I'm gonna stand for truth. Right. No matter no matter what, no matter what I lose, even if it's my life. Yeah. I feel that so strongly. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel this place. It's like, don't fuck with me.
0: Yeah. It's good. I'm with you. Yeah. It brings you closer to God. It, it, you need the pressure to force you, to motivate you to find your strength. Because if you stay in the lie, you're fucked. Exactly. And so you, and, and we want to stay in the lie because Mm -hmm. being in the truth is, is very uncomfortable Yeah, and people will hate you, Mm -hmm. call you crazy. Mm -hmm. So there's a heavy cost. Can get kicked out of the tribe. Get kicked out of the tribe. I think ultimately that it's the only way to be free. Obviously you can only be free when you tell the truth. So freedom is the highest goal, value, and maybe it's not for everybody. Maybe for other people, it's connection. So they're willing to be in the lie to keep the connection.
1: Yeah, right. Harmony over truth.
0: Right. And maybe we all do that to some degree. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have to. Maybe it's okay. Maybe you have to pick your battles. I mean, as long as you know what's true and you're making right. a decision.
1: Yes. As long as you know what's true. I mean, yeah. I guess that's. <sighs> yeah, if you, if you stop
0: being triggered by your father, uh-huh. you, have, you have good reason to. It's just like, okay, whatever, dad, you know. Yeah. W- w- of course he's this way. He doesn't want to fucking admit that he hit your mother. He, he doesn't want to deal with that. Right. Shame. That you saw that. It's humiliating when it sounds like if your aunt was prying into it that this was not a an occasional thing.
1: No, it wasn't. It happened I mean f- like it happened in my uh like in my sight several times. Wow. It was just a That's thing. That's disturbing. Yeah. But it was always it was disturbing only I mean, you know, my mom would go a little insane, you know, and this was my dad's way of controlling her like some way and in some way of protecting us. I mean, I felt there was a, there was, you know, a thing for me.
0: Right. You said that before. Yeah. He was protecting you.
1: Did yeah. he say that or did you say, just came to that? No, he said it. Uh, there was one time he came to pick me up up from the airport and uh it was when I was in college and my mom wasn't there and when I came home she I saw her and she had a bruise on her arm and I was like what's that and she was like ask your dad and I was like and so I told my dad if you ever if you ever hit mom again I'm never talking to you again and that's when my my dad said well the only reason that I hit her is because she tried to kill you when she was, ba- when you were a baby. Right. And I didn't believe him at that time. You know, I was like, you're making shit up, you know, that, 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 that never happened. But, you know, I mean, I've talked about this before, but it's, you know, it's very possible. And there are lots of mothers who want to kill their children, their babies. It's, I think it's, you know, it's actually something that's, probably kind of normal yeah, i th-
0: i think if if the mom is trying to kill the baby i think you're allowed to fucking give her the backhand
1: yeah like she's you know my mom if she i, I i've thought about this like she was she was 21 she wasn't married she was like you know this, in a new country she she had no idea what she was doing you know yeah. like it's insane i mean i have moby my dog that I barely can, you know, get under control, you know, right. and and I lose it sometimes. And I just think like, man, if I was a mom, I don't know, you know, I don't know what I would do, you right. know. I'm just like like I literally I'm like, Ferd, you take over. I can't deal with this right now. I'm gonna yeah. lose it, you know? I just think like, wow, my mom, you know, I'm sure she it was not easy. Yeah. But in any case, you know, it's it was a thing and I don't know what my dad saw. Did he see my grandpa hitting my grandma? I don't know. I, I mean I it was you know, I think it's a thing, you know, that happens in a lot of Asian families, you know. A lot of families in general. Yeah. This is just how you this is just how you do it. hmm But yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's confusing. What's right, what's wrong? Yeah. What's
0: that Rumi quote? There's a field. There's a beyond or beyond right and wrong. There is a a field. I'll meet you there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I think I'm actually going to make a video about this. I'm going to try to explain to people what I'm doing and like how I think Mm. so they can, you know, apply that to all of my videos. I mean, that, that is in some way where I'm trying to get. Mm-hmm. Like, just watch the fucking video without putting your value judgments on it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Inside of you. Yeah. That's all. It's the only way to understand the truth. You have to let go of any judgment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: like, can you just slow down and take it in? Can you actually listen? You know, Diana tells the story... When in her community, there was a big break between the Trump supporters and the Trump haters. And obviously there was only a few Trump supporters, but more than you'd think. And Mm. some very surprising people, Mm. powerful people in the community. So they had to reckon with it. And they had a big council and the Trump haters, you know, Made their case and this and said all this and that about Trump, and what happened is when the Trump people went to speak, all of the Trump haters disassociated. They mm. looked up, they lay down, they looked away, they just they just refused to listen.
1: Mm. mm. Wow.
0: They wouldn't hear it. They're just not letting it in. They're just blocking it. Yeah and the the people that were articulating this are all very reasonable people. They're not crazy right-wingers. They're they're close friends. They've been together for a long time, this whole group. And they're all making very reasonable arguments as as was I at the time, but nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it now. But that's what I see. People just they just block it out. They don't they can't mm-hmm. they can't.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know,
0: you're working with somebody. You can feel it when that happens. Yeah. You feel when they leave and you're like, hold on, hold on. Just stay here. Mm-hmm. Just stay here. Just try to like, feel this. What happens when I say this? Can you receive this? Let it in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I won't let it in. Okay, well, let's work with that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I have, I, well, I know I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No go zones.
1: What are your no-go zones?
0: (laughs) I don't know. You tell me.
1: I know exactly, right.
0: You know exactly?
1: Well, no, no. Meaning, you're right. I have to be the... Like, it's hard. It would be hard for you to know what your no-go zones are.
0: Yeah. Jana used to say when we were hanging out in Toronto that there was things that she felt like she couldn't say it to me. Mm-hmm. Like I would come sharp mm-hmm. with a, a little rebuke, like, nah, nah, nah.
1: Mm-hmm. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Diana,
0: I get, that happens with Diana. Mostly, she wants to give me a lot of love and there's only so much I can tolerate. Mm-hmm. So we've named it. and Now it's kind of a joke, mm-hmm. which is helpful. And she understands it. And I explained to her why, Mm -hmm. and it would of course make sense. You know, I feel like I'm going to get devoured, taken over. It's very hard for me to just relax and let go. I mean, I do it obviously, but yeah, that's a. in some way that's a no go zone for me.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Like I have to be approached gently. Mm -hmm. And if you try to push, or if you make me bad, that's mm-hmm. over. Right, it's done. Uh, that is not the way. You, I'll win that battle. Right. It's like, oh, you're going to make me bad for not receiving your love. Well, good luck. You'll never get it for till the end of time. My dragon heart is standing guard.
1: I think like there have been a few times <clears> when. <throat> if you have a strong opinion about something mm-hmm. and you feel like people are against you in this opinion, yeah, and then I say something that is not in agreement with the way that yeah. you think.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I, I can think of not specific moments, but I, yeah, I remember.
1: It's hot. Like, it's like, I can't like, it's like, Oh, that those are the places yeah. where I I I have felt like.
0: Well, there was. Do you remember when we were having food that one time, somewhere in L.A. late at night? Was it Thai or something? Some weird place. Mm-hmm. And you I, told me that you thought I was fucking going crazy.
1: I thought that you were going crazy. Yeah. Uh,
0: you're like you're a little crazy right now. <laughs> You don't remember that? (laughs) No. I agreed with you. I was up in Idlewild. I think I was in. Oh,
1: right. Yes. There was a time. Oh, yeah. I was concerned.
0: Yeah. I was unraveling.
1: Right. Yeah. No agenda. Yeah, yeah.
0: No agenda podcast. Fucked me up. I mean, all of it. Trump, COVID. But Mm -hmm. when the, you know, no agenda just peels back the curtain. And it. Freaked me out. I mm. I did not understand the depth of the lies. I mm. do now, mm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it was a shock,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I I felt alone in it.
1: Right. Yeah. And that's why
0: I literally drove to Vegas to the No Agenda meetup.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. To
0: fucking talk to people who thought like me. I mean, it's really one of the reasons Diana and I got together because we. Because- We bonded over that. We thought the same about COVID, about Trump. I mean, she was in deeper than I was. Mm. And she's been at it longer. She has a, I mean, she was a, you know, 9-11 truther. You know, she is. Mm. She doesn't believe that bullshit. Mm. And I wasn't ready for that. I don't know what happened, but there's some shenanigans. They lied to us. We know that. Mm. There's a lot of weird shit. So I definitely know it didn't go down the way it was explained. The fact that Alex Jones, like two, three months before it happened, like called it. It's gonna be a false flag, it's gonna be blamed on Osama bin Laden.
2: Mm.
1: Is that what he said? Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Something major's coming. He's you know, he's got his sources. I don't know. Or he's just a channel. I think he's just a channel. He feels it, feels it in the air, which brings me to New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve or
1: New Year's Eve? Or Christmas Eve. Eve. Uh huh. Yeah, I was I was wondering.
0: I went down. Yeah. So we were supposed to get we we we'd been together. We went we, uh, we went and saw the lights. Yeah, you, you, me, you, Ferd, and Diana, mm-hmm. four of us, went and saw some light show thing.
1: Yeah, the Christmas lights, Christmas on people's lights. Uh huh.
0: Then we went to play putt putt golf the next night. Mm-hmm. which was fun.
1: Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was an indoor putt-putt golf with lots of different... It was, it was kind of a funky, uh, interesting place. Yeah. But they, and there weren't that many people there. No. But then... And then we were going to get together the next night on Christmas Eve, and you, you were going to make, you know... Meatloaf. meatloaf and I was going to bring some stuff. And I was preparing all my, my stuff, and I got a call from you like two hours before we were going to head over. And you, you, were, you were like, I just woke up from a three and a half hour nap. I feel like, I thought I was gonna be able to rally, but I'm not, and I could hear it. I was like, whoa, what is happening? Like, I mean, you said you felt, felt like you had, it felt like, the, 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 like when you had COVID two years ago, but it wasn't COVID, it was, but you didn't know what it was. And then, then what happened?
0: Uh, Well, I cooked the meatloaf, but (laughs) I asked Diana for help. I was struggling. So I said, you know, can you do the potatoes? Can you do this? And she she was like, yeah. But I did cook the meatloaf, and it was awesome. And I want to tell you why. Because Mm -hmm. this meatloaf is, it it was a game changer. We didn't have breadcrumbs. So I ground up granola. Oh. And it gave it just that hint of sweetness. Just enough. That nutty sweetness. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was the best. Diana was like, this is the best meatloaf I've ever had. It was also venison. Well, it was venison mixed with beef. So I did make the meatloaf. uh, Kind of recovered. Felt weird still the next day.
1: Did you have a fever? No.
0: No. I don't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. I... I went shopping that morning to get the food that we needed. I was going to cook. And I was extra irritable while shopping, just in a heavy state of annoyance. And that concerned me. Something was going on. And then I got home. I started to feel some resentment. Like, why am I shopping? I don't want to be shopping on fucking Christmas Eve. <clears throat> but I, you know, whatever. I got over that. But I, I noticed it come up. And then I was like, I got to take a nap. I don't know what's going on. I'm tired. I'm, I told Diana, I was like, I'm all fucked up. Like I couldn't, I was going to go for a walk. And I actually like put my stuff on. I was like, that'll help. I'll get out in the sun and I'll I'll just start moving. And But I couldn't get out the door. And eventually I lay down on the bed and uh, had this, crazy sleep where I had all kinds of very weird, I wouldn't even call them dreams. They felt like visions. Mm. And I was analyzing them in my head. Like I knew that none of it was real. Like I, not like, you know, when you're in a dream, you think the dream is real. It wasn't like that. I knew that it was a dream. So they became visions. Like what? Like I, like an ayahuasca ceremony. Like why is this here now? Why am I seeing this thing? Why am I seeing a snake or why am I seeing this image or mm-hmm. person? It was that kind of thing. I don't really remember any of the things that I saw, but it was very chaotic. And I woke up <clears throat> and I, you know, saw how much time had passed, which concerned me. Mm-hmm. It's a long time <laughs> to have a nap. Mm-hmm. And I also was overcome with this feeling of despair, similar to the way that I felt when I had COVID. Wow. Like, what's the point? Life is meaningless. Just deep hopelessness and despair. Because of course your body is just exhausted. It's not a good feeling. Your body just gives out, essentially gives out on you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I fought through it. had some guayusa <laughs> that helped and lay down and then eventually was able to cook a little bit. We sat down, we ate, we opened gifts. It was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of came back to not normal, but, and of course the whole time I'm thinking, what the fuck is going on? I didn't feel sick. Mm-hmm. Something is this emotional? And the week that Diana was gone in Miami, I'd taken a few naps that week. It was a little chaotic. Her not being there pulled me out of my routine. Mm. And I took a couple of naps and uh, I could feel uh, like this tension in my body. Like there was a, the, the, like a, a desire to relax mm. and I had to work through it like it. Versus this tension and this desire to relax. And and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm more tense than I think. Mm. I need to like really let go. And so I was thinking, oh, well, the holidays are coming. Perfect. I'm going to take, told all my clients, taking two weeks off.
2: I'm
0: going to give myself two weeks to relax. I'm not doing that, but. um, And so I wonder if. Christmas Eve, which was really the start of my relaxing, which is my body was like, that's it. Shutting it down, bro. You don't want to relax.
1: We're going to make you relax.
0: Exactly. Also, I see Cernovich on Twitter the next day. Weird energy. This is like writing about Christmas Eve. Weird Mm -hmm. energies. Everybody can feel it. This might be our last Christmas in a while, he says. And Laura, you know, on Instagram, the Australian, I remember the future girl.
1: Oh, uh-huh.
0: She's been talking about the end of Christmas. <sighs> wow. Yeah. It's this whole war on Christianity. I mean, it's a war on Christ. Christ on. No, it's full-on spiritual warfare. And I think that also I'm, I'm just very sensitive to all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, again, going back to what we were talking about, I think the evil in the world sometimes fucking takes me down. Mm. And when I really feel the depth of it, the complexity of it, the commitment that they have, the delusion that they're in, it scares me Mm. just the energies and you know, you the human design. I have this open channel or or whatever I have. What do I have?
2: You
1: have, you actually, I mean, you're, you have two defined centers. You have your throat defined and your sacral defined, but if you break the chart apart in your personality, you're what's called a reflector, and you have no centers defined in your design. You also have no centers defined, which it's, I just find that so fascinating. Um, this is why so, I'm so neurotic. Which means that you can be conditioned by all sorts of things all the time, all all over the place. I I feel everything. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you kind know. Of. Well, you're taking it in, which is why what I when I said. Last time it was like, this is what you do. You take an idea and you just like make it yours, you know, even, even if it's not really your, you you, you might not even like yeah th- think that it's true, but you're going to just like go with it and see like, Hmm, let me see what this is like. And so in that way you just kind of sample the field and just like take it in and then spit it out. Like yeah. see what, what happens. Yeah. And You know, what I said, because, because Diane actually wrote to me about like, what's that thing about Dave and the open? Mm -hmm. And so I was saying to her, I was telling her that this thing about, you know, being a reflector, having the open centers, but, but your design as a, a manifesting generator with a sacral authority. So even though you can take in all of these energies, if you listen to your authority, like consistently, and you, you really trust mm. that? Do you want to go to this place? Do you want to say this thing? Do you want to do this podcast? Do you want to watch this show? Do you want to like talk to this person? Like, if if you have a sacral yes, like if that's if like you have you feel like uh huh yeah uh huh, then and you follow that, then whatever energies you're taking in are the correct energies, no matter what. Right. And if you. Don't listen to that, then you know. Then supposedly you're you're not self. So you know, did you were you listening to your sacral authority? And you know, that's what I was curious about. Like, and I actually I was I was thinking I was like, did you get something? Did you pick something up at the putt putt game? Like, did you listen to that? But I actually heard your when Ferd said, "Hey, you don't have to come if you don't want to." I, I made reservations for this thing. You were like, "Yeah, I want to go." And I was yeah. like, I remember thinking. Wow, you had a strong response to that. Yeah. And so it that I, I just found that that was and then suddenly like I was like I wonder if you picked up on, on some some stuff there. But I don't know. And maybe you are picking up on the energies like you're saying. Like it's it's, it's interesting that these people that you follow, they're saying It is interesting. Weird energies no Christmas, like mm-hmm. what? That's weird.
0: It's very weird. I mean,
1: I've been hearing things that that I don't, and I, you know, I don't. What have you you been hearing? Just how, I mean, I don't, I feel sensitive to like people who are listening. You know, I don't don't like putting things into people's. Fear. Yeah, fear, you know. Um, And maybe, hmm, how do I want to. Well, yeah. What's your
0: intention in sharing this? Good question.
1: Well, I guess my intention is just to tell the truth um, and say what it is that I have been hearing and also to, it's like I'm working with my own fears and I want to help other people in that place too Yeah. so that they're not like really going with that, you know? Um, What are you hearing? I'm hearing that. 2024 is going to be a very challenging year for people.
0: Challenging.
1: Challenging. That that there's going to be more... I mean, it makes sense to me that there's going to be more polarity that starts to happen. I mean, it, it's already been that way. But, you know, the black and white, you know, left and right, the good and bad, right and wrong, all of that stuff, it's going to get more intense. Yeah. And... Yeah. Um. That feels true to me, you know, um, in a certain place, like, but also that I think that's why I, you, like, you know, what we're working with, like, I want to work with my mind in a way where I'm not just dragged into that place. And it's a very... um, It's a very addictive place. It's a very um, seductive place. Yeah, I've been in it. Yeah, and so... Too much. Yeah, and I I just, I I feel like there's gonna be a lot of, um, you know, challenges for people. Yeah, for people? Yeah, I mean, for all of us, you know, in a way. Like, we're gonna have to move through something and, um,
0: you guys got a gun yet?
1: <sighs> no, but I did did talk about. I was like, we need a bat, at least a bat. Yeah, a bat <laughs>
0: for sure. Apparently, I saw this clip on TikTok. XCIA CIA young guy, and he was saying, "Close toed shoes." Uh, yeah. $200 cash in small denominations, and you really only have to get skillful with a baton. And then it cut off. And I was like, well, wait, 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 like, why not a gun? How do I use a baton? Why? So I have to go back and find the podcast. But I thought that was interesting.
1: A baton. hmm
0: Right. Which is like a bat. Right, yeah. But sneakier. I think you get, you know, those just folding ones. I'm going to get one.
1: I mean, you know. Shit's going down. I, you know, well, you
0: know, but I've been saying all this. Right. I mean, is this, this seems to me to be self-evident. We got an election coming up, and it's
1: going to be chaos. Right. I mean, I think that's probably what, what it is. And you should
0: see Twitter. I mean, I get on the For You. I get all of these, you know, left-wing lunatics who hate Trump because it keeps giving me these tweets because I I engage with them. Hmm. Where I read them and it can, it knows that I'm reading them. And so I get more and more of them. And it, what I'm seeing is just, it's it's just shocking. It's terrifying to me. They fucking hate Trump. They hate Trump supporters. They feel like they're fucking trying to ruin this country, that they're psychotic. And they have to put a stop to it by any means necessary. That's the vibe. Mm-hmm. They're angry. They're and it's intolerant. It's like, damn, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't want to hear anything about January 6th other than that was a fucking insurrection incited mm-hmm. by Trump. It's like, mm-hmm.
2: okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So when you have that energy coming at you, I either submit or I fight. I ain't submitting. And if I do submit for a period of time, it's only to f- because... It's the wise decision, but I'm not, it's a tactic. I'm not actually going to submit to anybody. Live free or die. So it's a a battle for the narrative. It's a battle for whose version of reality is correct. It's a spiritual war. Whose God is right.
1: Well, I guess that's the place where I feel I'm I, I'm strengthening inside of myself. Like I'm listening to my own authority, you know. Like, right. my, like I'm trying to discern between the voices of my ego and my higher self. Trying to discern between what is the distraction and what's the truth, you know, like, like what are the lies and it's not an easy discernment sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And so there's lies. I mean, everybody's lying
1: to themselves, you know, like it's, it's,
0: yeah, nobody's a hundred percent clean.
1: Yeah. So. But if I, and, and I do feel the, I feel like there are, moment, there are moments now, a lot more moments than there were before where I'm, I'm really connected with myself, which feels really good. What's and your it,
0: strategy here for this year?
1: Like really to connect to that place, that's that place inside of me, like that, where I, I feel connected and no matter what happens in that place, when I'm connected to myself, it doesn't matter what happens at that point. And so then I don't feel scared I'm not scared right and that's 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 the place it's the moments where i you know it's like i mean always when I wake up in the wake up in the morning, my mind is just going 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 and i gotta like i gotta figure out my way of finding that connection and you know, every every morning for me is different. I try, I try I try all sorts of things, you know, to, to get myself there. Where's but,
0: Ferd with all of it?
1: I mean, Ferd is Ferd is chopping wood, you know? He's like hot. He's literally like he's building things, he's working in the yard, he's like he's playing tennis, like he's moving his body, you know, that's the best thing yeah. for him. So he's getting to do. on with it. Yeah. He's he is. Um It's a
0: good strategy.
1: I mean he I don't think he really pays too much attention to it, but when he does, he can get into you know, like we're not, you know, he and I are yeah. not uh we're we do not think the same in that place. And that's where he Can and you imagine
0: I, the scene in the movie? Civil war is on. I know. You inferred. Uh huh. You yeah. have to make a decision.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you
0: are gonna stay with your truth, Angela? Yeah, stay, I am. Or stay with your husband. <sighs> it's a great. It's a great scene. <laughs> stay with your husband.
1: I I want to stay with my husband and my truth. Well, you, yeah, okay. I mean, it's it's.
0: I'll try to avoid killing you both. I'll try.
1: No, what I'm saying is that, like in my truth, I feel like I don't know. There is a place where you know he and I we will come together. Of course. Well, it's not, it's not even
0: political, though. Really, it's, it's not. It's it's it, as soon as you get out of the political realm of it, there's there's just a deeper layer, and it's 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 not that hard to connect. To that, especially right now, everybody everybody on some level can see that the whole thing of it is a facade.
1: Well, you know that thing about women shouldn't vote. What I, you know, I was talking about it with with my therapist. I was like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: "Wow," <clears throat> and you know, just to feel into where I was at. And then he said this thing that I told you, you know, and I was like, it just feels like that's yeah, that's where I am. Like he's like, it doesn't matter. Exactly like the, the powers that be are the people who have money and they're the ones who are running the show, you know, like in the world, like, you know, the politicians are just the puppets, you know, like who, who you vote for does it, it doesn't really matter. Like it just felt very true on some level. Like this is, but this is where we get to play all of our shit out, you know? And mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it, uh, it, I hear what he's saying. I, I, you know,
1: but, but it, it creates like women shouldn't vote creates a kind of like polarity there you mm-hmm. know women mm-hmm. men you know like like let's get into it mm-hmm. you know that that thing and so that's the place where it's like like w- like we're all working our shit out you know yeah and so i guess on some level i i don't really care you know yeah uh, like at that level for sure does that make sense? What of course, I'm- of course.
0: Well, path of least resistance. Abraham during COVID vaccine, there was a video going around of somebody said, what about the vaccine? I don't want to get the vaccine. And now I'm being pressured to get the vaccine. What do I do? And Abraham was path of least resistance,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which was basically get the vax.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: a lot of people... Obviously had a lot of feelings about that Mm -hmm. because a lot of people who love Abraham did not get the fat, the vax and feel strongly about it. Mm. So they felt betrayed. They didn't, they didn't like that spiritual teaching, but maybe it's the same now. I don't know what happens if totalitarianism comes to America. What's the move path of least resistance the whole way through. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Go with it. Maybe. Fighting feels more fun.
1: Well, maybe that's your path of least resistance. Though. Exactly.
0: That's my path. There's less suffering there for me. Mm-hmm. At least in this moment.
2: hmm
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's, it's like what is going to bring you joy. Like right. true joy.
0: Yeah. Killing communists. That would, that would, that would bring me a lot of joy. <laughs> Only because they want to kill me, and they've been saying mean things for four or five years, call me a racist misogynist I told you about the guy I watched more of those videos of that that uh psychotherapist analyzing my interview with Tate oh, uh-huh. we talked about that yeah, huh? yeah,
1: you watched more of it
0: more of it, it yeah, it was like you know he's I hate to say this, but he's, what he's doing is excellent. That's a, that's like I would actually use as a clip to teach people. But it, it's hard for me to say cuz he's such a misogynist. <laughs> and he has to repeat that over and over to his female audience to keep them.
1: Uh-huh, right. It's like,
0: "Bro, bro, you know, and then somebody in the comments is like, "Do you think maybe he's just like reflecting back Tate's attitude to him to point out the contradiction?" Wow. I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but nobody—they're—they're they're too excited about spotting misogyny and getting all upset about it. They love it.
1: But wait, was there more to your like?
0: Yeah, there's more.
1: Oh, I guess,
0: I don't know. I'm. I mean, I had a long talk with Diana about it the next day, and we we, we talked through it, and then she wrote about it in her uh, her blog and i think what did she write i forget i think i take on too much i think that i don't even know that i'm doing it it's gotten better it was a problem with diana i mean that i had a lot of resentment early in the relationship because, because of that. Mm. And I had finally had to come to terms that it was my problem. She wasn't doing anything wrong. It was me. Mm. I was taking things on. I wasn't asking for what I needed was making assumptions and so I'm working on it, but there's a, there's almost a way in which it's, it's, it's just my operating system. It happens so quick because mm-hmm. that's what happened with my
2: mother. Mm. You know, I,
0: I did that. I, I mean, I've worked on that a lot, but that you want your mother, of course, you're a little boy, you want your mother. You want to be close to your mother. You want, you want to touch your mother. You want to hug your mother, all of that. And there was a place where my mother was slightly devouring and, and, took from me. And I didn't like that. That didn't feel good to me. Mm -hmm. So now I'm in a bind. I want my mother, but I have to sacrifice Mm. something. Mm. And it's it's just this tension all the time. And I live like that. And there's a way in which when I want to take my autonomy or my freedom, I feel like it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's bad. And I'm always concerned that I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And I always tell that story that my mom told me. I have no memory of this. It happened when I was, I think, less than a year old. There was some ring that I kept putting in my mouth. And, you know, she's like, don't stop, you know, and took the ring away from me. And then the ring was gone. And she thought I swallowed it. And she lost lost her mind and was like, I guess, shaking me. And I had the ring in my hand. Mm. So, you know, I was accused of something I didn't do Mm -hmm. and I was terrified. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's some some place where there's there's still that hint of, I'm gonna get in trouble. I've done something wrong that I haven't seen Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna get in trouble for it. And it's, you know, imagine walking around with that all the time, Mm -hmm. it's exhausting. Mm -hmm. yeah there's a a whole other thing going on in my psyche and in my body like you know evaluating everything through that lens Mm -hmm. like I'm not fully present Mm -hmm. right and it's I think something happened and I I also in that moment of exhaustion there was something felt connected to that I, I I just woke up and started well or no the next day when I started to feel better I just started talking I didn't I I wasn't necessarily trying to make sense of it or I didn't have a theory exactly, but I just started talking to see what came up. And that's one of the things that came up and it felt right. Mm. I'm sure there were other things I don't remember. Dan is listening. Mm -hmm. But also I'm at an edge. All this work podcast, all the, the little technical stuff, files you know, YouTube thumbnails. I mean there's a million fucking things. Mm-hmm. And I do almost all of it mm. myself. And I can't. It's a problem. Mm. And and so I'm at that edge where I have to and I am. I'm starting to more and more. But there's it just keeps piling up. But I I have to build the system. And there's there's something there that I'm afraid of. There's something I have to let go of. There's some kind of expansion that wants to happen and but there's some way that i'm still holding on
2: Mm.
0: and obviously if i have this idea or image in my mind that i'm always going to get caught out or made bad in some way i'm not going to let myself expand Mm -hmm. and be seen fully
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm going to
0: hold something back right to keep myself protected but i'm i'm at an edge my spirit is like let's
2: go Mm -hmm.
0: And the young part of me, the fear is like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. And so I stay in this slightly chaotic place. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I think, but I've been doing a lot of work on it, thinking about it, meditating, writing about where I want to go and what I want to do and what that looks like. And I I feel the edge of it. And so I think just in that moment, like all of everything just... My body just was like, you gotta lay down, bro. Mm. Because you can't see clearly from this place of tension and exhaustion. You're not, you're, you're, you're driving, you're on a treadmill a little bit. Mm. You're being driven by life. Mm. And I think connected to what's going on in the world, there is uh, an urgency.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: better get your shit together,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like now, because I don't think it's getting any easier. Mm-hmm. And you want to be prepared. And you want to be in a good place. You want to be solid. You want to have good routines. You want to be disciplined. I mean, I feel fortunate. I'm in a, I feel like I, I'm in a great relationship. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of safety and comfort there. I feel like I have great friends you know, great community with the sweat lodge. Like I, I, I'm, I feel good Mm -hmm. clients who, who love me, but you know, fuck man. I also feel that I have to take care of Diana. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's that added pressure, Mm -hmm. you know, I was telling her you need to start hiking with the, a 35 pound backpack. You need to get to 12 miles in under four hours. Start training now for the apocalypse. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, <clears throat> uh-huh. <laughs> I was talking to her last night. She's like, is this the first time? Cause we're talking about this issue of me, uh, not being able to tolerate all of her love, not being able to receive. She said, "If you, like, have you had a, have you not, not have you been in love, but have you, cause I've never been in really in a committed relationship like this. I mean, obviously we're getting married, mm-hmm. but I never really got close before. I mean, I did get married, but that whole thing was a something else. There was one woman that I really felt in love with. i was really smitten with my uncle said, she rings my bell. That's for sure. I was mm-hmm. so attracted to her and we had this great chemistry And I I have so many fond memories of her and and fond feelings. But I don't think I ever thought I was going to marry her.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm. So this is all new to to me, 54. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: But now I'm an expert, and I'm going to be telling everybody (laughs) how to have a relationship (laughs) on Instagram.
1: Just like my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Knows everything about the things he knows nothing about, but yeah, okay, right. (laughs) Listen.
0: Well, I'm just sharing what I've learned.
1: It's good, you know. Like I really, um, I really feel something. Like you know, it's interesting because the way that I see you. In a way, like if you were really in your true self, there would be literally like nothing that you would be doing that you didn't want to be doing. You know, no one you would be talking to. It would just be like, and that's how I imagine that you are. But there's, I, I'm, I'm about
0: eighty percent that.
1: Right, right, yeah. And so in the in the twenty percent, it must be so painful for
0: yeah. you. Yeah. Well, that's what's happening. I'm noticing how fucking painful it is. Uh Uh-huh. And I have to make different choices.
1: Right. Yeah. Like that you don't even, you know, even when you called and said you couldn't do, you couldn't do Christmas Eve, you know, you said you felt bad. And I was like, you don't have to feel bad. Like, don't feel bad just do it.
0: Of course, but you know.
1: I understand I understood, but it was kind of like what I'm saying is like there's a place in you that I feel like is actually you. It's like I just got to do what I got to do, you know? Yeah. And and not feel bad about it at all. Not even ha- like waste any energy in in the feeling bad. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's just like Well, this- I was so fucked up. It was hard for me to feel that bad.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah.
0: But then it was like, what is this? Right. You know, it's, it, I don't want to, f- it, it, but it the, touches but, into the place where I'm weak. Right. My exactly. weakness is vulnerable. Yes. And I'm like, I don't want to feel that. I want to feel strong all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, a, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're right. You've nailed it. I've been thinking a lot about that. I want to be a hundred percent with, my yeses and no's mm-hmm. connected to my sacral. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I only want to do things that are fun for me that are, that light me up. Mm-hmm. And they, there's, uh, there's a belief somewhere that I can't have that
1: mm-hmm. right. or I would have it. Or that if you do that, you're going to be made bad.
0: Right. Exactly. And I'm, I, I'm, something shifting. So I'm 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 getting over that. I mean, I've been over it. it you know, we're we're refining here. Yes. We're just picking at the places where it's still Yes. gripping.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 the same. Like yeah. 80%.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm pretty good. Uh but yeah, there's there's some things here and there and and I'm I'm looking at it and I'm, and I'm cleaning them up and it it feels it feels good. But there's there's more.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
1: It's hard. Yeah, it's hard to, to be true to yourself all the time. It's very
0: hard. Well, because if you're true to yourself also, you miss out on things. Yeah,
1: exactly. Hmm. That's sad. Hmm. Yeah. So
0: it's not like these things don't come at a cost. Mm-hmm. There's always a trade-off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: you lose people things that you love do you have to let go of
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's hard that's I think one of the hardest things about getting older I mean think of how many things in your life that well maybe it's always hard but it, it seems for me it's harder for me as I get older like you know you love something and then you you move on all mm. kinds of things, you know, I mean, people certainly, but you know, things you used to do, mm-hmm. movies you used to watch books, you used to read, you know, you, you fall in love and then you, you leave them behind. And there's something, maybe, I don't know if I feel sentimental, like there's all these things that I used to love and I, I don't love them anymore
2: mm.
0: and I miss loving them. I mm. loved loving them
2: mm.
0: and I don't, I also don't love in that way anymore. Which is, does that mean there's something wrong with me? I don't, I don't think so. I think it's, it's specific to a a time in your life.
1: Well, you're changing. Yeah. And so.
0: But you're, but you also your relationship, how you relate to the world changes as you get older. Yeah. I'm not meant to be excited by everything all the time. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's just not how it is for me anymore. Yeah. And that's okay. But there's something sad
2: Mm -hmm.
0: about losing that because it's a really, it's fun.
1: I mean, maybe it's like, you know, Marine Condo. you know? Yeah. How she's like, like when you let go of things, you thank the thing. You right. You know, that you're saying. It's like, maybe you, you need to like, thank the part of you that really That's a loved good one. that thing, that person. Yeah. You know? It is, the, and there is like, I mean, whenever she does that part of the show, I'm always crying. Because <laughs> it's like, it is sad. There's like a, you know, you feel this like deep gratitude, you know, like, wow, you were with me during this period of time that was so hard or that was so fun or that was so good, you know, but it's like, you know, there's just, there's there's a letting go.
0: You watch her show.
1: I did. I mean, it's, I, I don't watch it anymore, but I, I, that was the, always the part where the part where she, like, she, like people would, you know, like when where they're thanking their thing that they need yeah. to let go of. I,
0: I, well, know. I read the book, yeah. Spark Joy.
1: I mean, I see it like I, that's, that's something with Ferd. Like, you know, he has a hard time letting go of his things, you know. But I'm like, okay, just thank the thing, you know. But every time he does it, I cry, like with him. Like it's just. Oh God. like You he cry? Really, yeah, because it's so touching you know mm-hmm. and i feel it with you right now it's like you're saying you're there's something that's like i don't know it's it's actually it's beautiful i
0: have a hard time letting go Jana said that to me oh. once she, i remember she looked at me surprised She's like you have a it's hard for you to let go
2: uh-huh
0: she she saw it and realized it and i immediately knew that was true. Mm. I mean, I only have my own experience to go on. Mm -hmm. Maybe everybody's like this. I don't know. But, yeah, I do.
1: You don't seem to be... I think a lot of people do have a hard time letting go, and they seem to be the kind of people that have a hard time. But you don't seem to be that kind of person. But you are. I am. Yeah. I think that's beautiful about you, you know? Right. Something really, like human
0: well yes yes it is human it's also there's something neurotic in it but
1: which is human
0: which is human yeah yeah well i I, you know i was talking about it this in my men's group last night because i I shared a little bit about i hadn't really shared about myself for whatever reason i hadn't shared and it's been i don't know you know eight nine ten weeks or something and finally, last night, I, I decided I was going to share mm. about what was going on for me, my story. And just that the most painful thing about everything that's happened in my life since 2015 with Trump and COVID and is the loss and the loss of connection.
2: mm Mm-hmm. and
0: understanding that that's what's actually going on for me like underneath the frustration underneath the judgment underneath mm-hmm. the fuck you you don't get it you're a fucking idiot is this pain about the loss of the connection mm-hmm. and i don't know what to do about it i don't feel like coming back into connection but i still feel the loss of it like it couldn't be any other way it's sad yeah. I and that's so. going on and on. And, and, and in some way, not that my life is getting smaller, it ha- but it has to. It's getting more narrow, mm-hmm. let's say, which feels right. Mm-hmm. But it's different. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just age. It's what happens for everybody. If you're lucky. If you're lucky? What do you mean?
1: Well, I mean... It feels to me like what you're talking about. It's, it's like, you know, what they say in human design is is that if you are I've said this before, but if you if you're in your true self, you will attract the people on your fractal. You know, you attract the correct people. Mm. Like the people that you're supposed to who who are supposed to be yeah. friends with or the your yeah. clients or, you know, like the like the correct ones. Yeah. You know? That
0: that is happening. Yeah. I'm having some interesting connections. Yeah. Yeah. But so, feel good.
1: Yeah. And then everybody else kind of falls away, you know? Yeah. And, you know, in your ego, you want everyone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you want all, all the people. Yeah. But that's not who you're supposed to be with, you know? And so there's something about kind of the... It's like like the loss of the ego, too, mm-hmm. you know? And... Like, there's a death right. that's happening. Right. And that's why I say, if you're lucky, you know, but but there is like a, I don't know, there's a grief, a grieving yes. there too.
0: Well, the ego, there's a lot of suffering with the ego, but the ego also had a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My ego did. Uh-huh. And that's over.
1: <laughs> now I'm with God. <laughs> Thanks, God. Well, you know, maybe not. Completely gone. Ego always takes a piece. I know, but but not the same.
0: Way. No, it's never going to be that. Interesting. Life cycles. Are we coming back? Are we doing this again and again and again and again?
1: Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That could be a psyop. I heard I I heard on my TikTok feed that apparently you can choose to go to other alien civilizations.
0: How do they know this? How do these people know know this? I don't know. They just get on fucking TikTok and Instagram (laughs) and start saying this shit.
1: Well, Bashar, okay.
0: (laughs) Bashar's different. (laughs) Bashar is allowed. Uh Is that what he says?
1: Yeah. Hmm. But other people say it too. It's, it's, it's interesting. I'm like, hmm.
0: well, it's exactly simulation theory.
1: Oh, what's a simulation theory?
0: That this is all a video game, essentially. Oh, this right. is a simulation, it's a computer generated simulation. And we come into it like an like avatar. You know, we, we choose our suit and who we're going to be, and we go on this adventure. And, but part of it is we forget who we actually are right and and then we have this experience and then you know we die and then we're we're back which so it maps perfectly simulation theory with all kinds of uh philosophies about um the nature of life and the universe so maybe that's it in which case nothing matters now that said you win the game by making things matter right that's the tension you have to hold. Nothing matters and everything matters. Can you be in that duality? It's like hold it all hold it all lightly.
1: Yeah, or as course of miracle says nothing has any meaning except for the meaning that you give to right. it. Right.
0: So what then you want to be discerning about the meaning you give things. Yeah. I've been following this guy tag what's his name tag something or other he's got two thousand subscribers on youtube but somebody connected me to him something so i'm he's he's great he's just a kid but he's you know he's got a new angle on the all the whole manifestation uh vision boards all of that affirmations it you know you can imagine coming from a 24, 25-year-old kid, a lot of the analogies he he uses are sort of more simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you're a character in a video game. What character do you wanna be? You can create your own character. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself in the mirror until you see the character. That's not you. There is a you behind you that can look at your character. You have to separate yourself from the character.
1: Wow, that's really good. Yeah.
0: It's, he's really good.
1: It's basically like you're you're asking to bring on your observer self.
0: Yeah, yeah. And he's a big meditator, and uh-huh. he's read all the books. Like, oh. But he's just presenting it in a way that we've never heard before mm-hmm. that's excellent. I mean, I, I think this guy's going to blow up. But he's got a, a seven-day, like if you sign up for his email list. And he's a, he, he's a copywriter. That's essentially what he does. Mm. He's a marketer. And uh, so of course, his copywriting and his marketing is like, outstanding. Mm. And he, he starts with sending you seven emails like to set, what does he call it? It's not a vision board. But it's a thing, mm-hmm. uh, a, a little booklet that you make, you, you can do it on slides or, you know, Google Docs or something. Mm. But he suggests you print it out. And there's a whole thing you go through. And it's, it's essentially a version of a vision board uh other things as well but it's been great it's been a great fucking exercise you've done it's like, it I'm yeah I've done it I've oh. completed it and now I you have to look at it three times a day mm. you have to write your obituary well that I haven't mm. done yet that's that I, that's the last thing I have to do mm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: is to write like he's like write seven hundred fifty thousand word obituary wow yeah like go all in
1: yeah Yeah,
0: And what's the legacy, like really think about it. What's the legacy you want to leave? Mm -hmm. And I've never thought in those terms really before. I'm just kind of like winging it. But there's something about wanting to make something manifest and being very specific about what it is and writing it down and thinking about it, focus on it. It's very simple, mm. but, and I've done that, but mm, not really. I mean, I've held it in my mind, but there's something powerful about a practice where it's like you look at it three times a day and you mm. like you read it through, you go through it. Mm. And so it's on my mind all the time, mm. which has to be a good thing.
2: Mm.
0: If I'm constantly thinking about, they're not even goals, but just, yeah. Mm -hmm. He has a whole, you know, he's got his own wording for everything, but the whole, you know, all the things you can imagine, all the things you want, um, who you, the highest version of yourself, you know, you sort of write out that, who are you when you're the highest version of yourself, like describe yourself. And you look at that and you read it every day. It's like, it's actually powerful. Mm. You're like, fuck. Okay.
1: What's his name? Teg.
0: Teg. T-E-J, I think. Something. Uh Tej. Tej.
1: Okay. He's great. Yeah. Anyway, I'm doing fun. that. So it sounds like a game. Yeah, well that's
0: exactly right.
1: I I like it. I like it's like a
0: Oh, and well this is the other thing, the final thing I'll say on Christmas Eve crash. <laughs> you know, on my vision quest four years, five years ago. know I had that vision but I was also told very very directly that I'm a wizard
1: yes Mm -hmm.
0: I mean not yet they were like not yet you're you're not there yet but it's going to take some training and some discipline but yeah you you, you, you got it in you and you're 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 moving in that direction but it's possible for you and I didn't know I mean I knew what it meant but I didn't know what it meant and obviously wizard's a very strong word. But of course, if you, know, if you've been in the workshops, you know me. You're like, "Oh yeah, I got a wizard quality." And 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 I know that. But there's a there's another level of the game that I could be playing. Mm. And there's something about what happened to that there's some like I have to let go of all the things we were talking about, that old reality, these old stories because I have to be free to be all the way in, I have to let go of them to be all the way in my wizardry. Mm. Like it opens me up to a new way of seeing the world, but Mm -hmm. I I have to detach Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and Mm -hmm. I'm scared to detach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like to really detach from, it feels wrong. Mm -hmm. Like if you're just with everything.
1: Right, I understand.
0: You can actually do the most good from that place. Yeah, Like screaming about what's going on in Gaza, does nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But if you're not upset about it, you're doing something wrong. But after, if you're just with it and accepting it, that, I mean, that's what I'm, that's wrong. But it's not wrong. It's right. And it's, it allows you more power in the world to do good and allows you to see reality more clearly. You have to be with it all. You can't be pulled into the madness of it and the outrage and the and and get caught up in the pain and the right and the wrong of it. It's like and you can say, well, there is right or wrong. Yes, okay, you can hold that, but can you have you have to hold them both at the same time, right? Trump's getting railroaded, in my opinion. It's fucking bullshit and it's wrong, and those fucking people are evil. And this is what's happening. Can I hold that tension? And and maybe there's a something in it that I don't yet see or understand. And maybe we have to go through some civil war, some darkness to get to the light. Can I be with all of that? Mm -hmm. Can I not be, can I go out and fucking fight the war without truly making the other, my enemy,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. you know, seeing being playing out my character, but also knowing that I'm a character at the same time Mm -hmm. and letting my character have all the feelings.
2: Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Mm-hmm.
0: But also watching. I mean, that—that's—that's that's wizardry. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing's a game, but you're playing the game.
1: You're playing your role, right? In the you're game, playing your
0: role. You got that, people? We can help you with that. Mm-hmm. First, you got to clear out your trauma. Now, let's sell. Let's sell. Nobody's listening at this point.
1: Unleash Your Life Force workshop, January 26th to 28th. We don't have very many spaces, actually.
0: No. We're keeping them small.
1: Yeah. And it's filling up.
0: It is filling up, Mm -hmm. which is great.
1: Surprising. Wonderful. Hopefully, we'll be filled up.
0: (laughs) Filled up. Final thoughts? No pressure. Just grateful. Grateful. Thank you.
1: Thank you.